Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You wanna be where you can see Our troubles are all the same You wanna be where everybody knows your name Ladies and gentlemen, I have a horrifying and interesting news piece that has just dropped. John Gruden, in regards to his defense, said, and I quote, it's hard to find a good pass rusher. Now, wait a second. There might have been something that went on that uh, you ha- you might have had one. You might have had one. You might have had one earlier this year. He also said, I don't regret the, the trade. I... Ah, that is incredible. How how ignorant can you be about your own team? I mean, <laughs> he's he's nothing goes over his head. Then nothing goes. Nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast. Cleo Max reflexes are too fast. He is just he is in denial that he has made a bad choice. He really is. while admitting that he he hasn't nobody to replace the man that they, he got rid of. Just incredible. Anyway, hey, welcome back to the Beers and Balls podcast. My name is Carl. I'm oh. Shane. It's the first time I've introduced myself. That was weird. It is. I know. I'm sorry. I, I stumbled and you you picked me up, so I appreciate that. You lean on me when you're not strong. You are my rock. You are my uh, muse. Solid as a rock. <laughs> All right. Um, what so did you... Oh, yeah. No, no. Nope. Yeah, nope. After you, I was going to I was gonna ask what you were drinking, so Aww. let's go with you first. So adorable. What are you drinking, Shane? All right, I guess I'll go first. Uh, so I am drinking uh, from Lake Monster Brewing in St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, empty Rowboat India Pale Ale. I'm pretty sure that's three episodes in a row I had an IPA. Well, I mean, that does kind of saturate the market. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they're also pretty tasty. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so uh, this guy is... I mean, it's hoppy. It's got a little... It's got a, little citrus flavor to it it's it's an ipa it's it's good i mean i i wouldn't say that it's you know be all end all great ipa but it's it's a decent one it's drinkable yeah that's good um and that's really what you want yeah exactly uh, how about how about yourself i am drinking tonight a uh imperial pumpkin stout from southern tier brewing out of nor- uh, yeah, north <laughs> north york new york out of uh, upstate new york uh, called Warlock. Uh, one of their two pumpkins. One of their two pumpkins. The other one is Pumpkin. Uh, this is their pumpkin stout. It's a, clocks in at about 10%. Uh, this one has been sitting in our cellar, or in my cellar, for uh, about a year now. Yeah, it's down there aging with a couple of the good beers and three quarters of Pepsi, Pepsi Fire. Fire. There's a long story about that. Delicious. Maybe we'll get into one podcast. One day. Someday. Um, but no, it's really good. It's pretty mellow. Um, it doesn't taste like ten percent, so that's kind of nice. Yeah. So, but it's I should probably, smooth. It's got a nice flavor to it for sure. But I sh- am probably going to regret not eating something before it. Yeah, maybe a little bit. So, right. uh, so with that, we're going to move right into our college football talk. And boy, oh boy, there was a uh, a few good games this past week right? uh, that's worth mentioning. Uh, and first, and you know, right at the tip of everyone's tongue, the one that kept everyone on their toes we had alabama and, and ole miss man remember when i said that was going to be a closer game than it yeah i kind of do remember that yeah, uh i, was it, I mean <laughs> they they kept it inside of 55 points 
yeah, and you know, that's sixty-two all you, to seven. That's all you can really ask. Like, I wasn't expecting them to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that the the game that everybody was talking about by the end of the week was BYU Wisconsin. Oh, for sure. The uh, Mormon Tabernacle Choir goes into Camp Randall and beats them by a field goal. Yeah. Um, Singing hallelujah. Was but, not a good weekend for field goal kickers. Let's just say. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> I got some stuff to talk about with that. Trust me. Uh, because another big game uh, with bad field goal kicking going on at the end there uh, would be Auburn and LSU. And let's just say that this is not the first time a Carlson will miss a kick this weekend. Spoiler Oh, I didn't even think about that. They're brothers. I know. Uh, oh, God. Because LSU beat Auburn 22-21 with Auburn missing a field goal in the final seconds of the game. Ah, it's hot. Oh, it hurts. It's hot. It burns. Uh, some other notable games from the weekend. Uh, we've got Okie State just running rampant on Boise State, winning 44-21 to in a... In a rank versus rank game, uh, Texas beating USC. Oh yeah, um, which kind of proves that the Pac-12 is indeed a dumpster fire and just not real great. Yeah, another one showing Pac-12 is a little bit of a dumpster fire as one of their other ranked teams, Arizona State, who I thought was going to win, uh, lost twenty-eight twenty-one uh, in a game that wasn't quite as close as that score says. Right. Um, Ohio State beat TCU forty to twenty eight. That was actually that was a closer game than the score shows. Yes, I was, was watching that was game, watching. and that was a lot of fun to watch, actually, for sure. Um, and I think that's really all of the the real big notable games. I mean, Notre Dame squeaked by again uh, against a non ranked team. Um, and then there's a couple teams that had the week off because of the hurricane. Mm-hmm. Uh. Hopefully everybody's okay in the hurricane states. If anybody's listening out there, for sure. Um, yeah, that, that kind of sums it up pretty well from last week. Uh, this week, uh, we've got. The, I, I guess the biggest game on the docket is going to be Alabama versus A and M. Probably. I mean, I, I mean Alabama's favored by twenty six in a game against the number twenty two team in the country, but. It kind of makes sense. I mean, the only other game that, for national purposes, is bringing any interest really is like the Stanford Oregon game, um, and that's just which is a two point game. Which it's two not great teams. I mean, Stanford. I think Stanford is the better squad there, but I I agree. And Stanford's getting Bryce Love back for this game after sitting out a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're saying that he's practicing this week and that he's planning on playing. Finally, um, it's. It's a game that has more big names and it has big teams. Um, I have my eye on a game. I bet you do. Yeah, you better believe it. It's Saturday night, 7.30 on Fox, Wisconsin. Indiana, Michigan. Oh, wait. What? What? Wisconsin at Iowa. Um, Wisconsin's only favored by three. I, yeah. Uh, and, a, and a very low over-under on that game, which I'm not surprised to see. Oh, yeah. No, neither offense is that great. Um, Iowa... Iowa is coming off a good week where they throttled UNI, which they should. Like, they should beat a University of Northern Iowa team. Yeah. Um, handedly. Which is weird for them, because usually whenever they're facing FCS teams, it always comes down to the wire, or they lose. NDSU. UNI. UNI. 
Uh, you and I and all the people? Yeah. They, for whatever reason, Northern Iowa always plays them super tough. And, like, there was one year where Iowa had to block two consecutive field goals in order to win the game, and they did. Jeez. Which was ridiculous. I was very upset. Um, but, no, that's the game that I'm going to be paying attention to if I am still conscious on Saturday night. Uh, yeah, because the game that I'll be paying attention to... Um, technically, I'll be paying attention to it, too. Yeah, you'll be, it'll be hard for you to watch any other game that day. That's true. Uh, because we will be at uh, we will be in Ann Arbor to watch Nebraska at Michigan. Holla! Um, Nebraska being an 0-2 team so far this year when they <laughs> lost to Troy last week. Yeah, the Scott... Who saw that coming? Uh, I have no idea. The Scott Frost experiment is not going well so far. Uh, being from... I grew up in Nebraska, and... I knew that Nebraska was losing because of all of the angry, angry Facebook messages uh, all over the place. Uh, and there, there was a few people saying, you know, Frost is terrible. I can't believe we hired him. When about two weeks ago, they were saying Frost is a golden boy and we can't wait to have him. Uh, I can tell you that the consensus in Nebraska right now is essentially give him time. He inherited a bad team, right. which is true. And they should. Oh, 100%. But knowing Nebraska fans, if this continues this season by the end of the year, they'll be calling for his head, which they shouldn't be doing. Right. In all honesty, Bo Pelini shouldn't have lost his job. No, he should not have. Um, if we're going, That was two coaches back, ago, though. Yeah. The, yeah. But that's another story. Yep. Um, but, I mean, outside of that, there's not much uh, college football news. Um, I would say that the other thing I'm going to talk about is the Heisman race right now. Mm-hmm. So both of us had Bryce Love at the top of our Heisman pick list. And he has now had one bad game to start the year against a nobody opponent. Mm-hmm. And then he missed last week against uh, against another opponent that would have been possibly big yards for him to, to pad his stats uh, for the end of the year. So I would I would hazard a guess that Bryce Love is not necessarily out of the race, but he's more of a long shot now. For sure. So I have changed my Heisman rankings a little bit. Uh, my number one man to beat on the Heisman rankings right now is Jonathan Taylor Thomas uh, from Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, he has 515 yard total yards. So, or I think he actually has 529 total yards. Cause I think he's got 14 passing, but 515 oh, yeah. <laughs> rushing yards this year. He's not a pass catcher. Right. Uh, and five touchdowns. Yes, they did lose last week. He was not bad in the game. They did keep him out of the end zone uh, for the first time this year, but he ran for over 100 yards still. Mm-hmm. My number two guy and the one that I think that to keep an eye on he has only played two games this year because West Virginia did not play last week. But Will Greer, the quarterback for West Virginia, he is 46 for 60 for 761 yards, nine touchdowns, and one pick in two games. Jesus, That's a pretty good stat line for two games. Uh, if he can keep that up, and I think that he can, especially in the Big 12, that does isn't really known for playing a lot of defense. Mm-hmm. It, it's definitely a spread, uh, throw the ball as much as you can kind of, kind of league. So... If you can keep those interceptions down and keep those numbers going up, I think that he is a very big dark horse candidate that isn't, you know, a Tua Tagliova or a... Uh... Dude that I'm about to say. Yes. <laughs> so I'm kind of going with the uh, easy pick Consensus? The, yeah, the consensus. I really like Kyler Murray. He's kind of a... He's a... I don't want to say a better... 
Baker Mayfield, but he's a more interesting Baker Mayfield for me. I think right now in Vegas, he's about a plus 150. He is, with a bullet, the number one uh, bet. Well, I mean, right now he's got, he, like, his stats aren't that great. Wait, that can't be the right stat, Um, because I'm looking at 359 and three touchdown passes. That sounds like one game. Yeah, that sounds like one game, not three. Um, while you look that up, I can say that the number two guy uh, for the Heisman right now is the quarterback from Ohio State, Yep, whose name I totally know, um, and that's Taskins. Yes. Um, Kyler Murphy has, yes, so those stats that I said were from last game. Um, throughout the entire season, he's got six, eight touchdowns, and... Six, seven, eight, a little over eight hundred yards. So a does he do much yards. running? I know that I know he can, but I don't know if in that offense if he does much rushing. He doesn't necessarily run the ball um, intentionally. He does scramble a lot for very solid yards. Um, so can, I can tell you that that uh, quarterbacks that can scramble and, and get something going on the ground in the past ten years or so have had a better shot of winning the Heisman. Oh, absolutely. Well, because it just makes people think oh you know without him the you know team wouldn't be gaining as many yards and be getting as many points dual threat idea right um yeah but yeah so let's uh with that said i think we're gonna move on to the pros for sure so (laughs) this week in the pros my favorite thing happened two weeks in a row carl you got enough i was so happy so, if you're just joining us, uh, Shane's favorite thing is a tie. I love ties. He loves ties. Uh, he loves kissing his sisters. Um, oh, please don't say that. <laughs> too, no, too much? Too much. A little too far for me. All right, my bad. Um, so, the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers in a... It was a... It was, it was a, a very good game. It was a very good game. Very fun game to watch. Um, you learned twice that game, once with uh, Minnesota hitting Rodgers and once with uh, Green, Bay hitting Green Bay hitting Cousins that you're just not allowed to touch quarterbacks anymore in this league. Yep. Did you see they reviewed the ty- tape? The type? Oh, yeah. The and tape and they said that they're using it as a training method to show people how not to hit quarterbacks? Yes, and I hate it. Oh, it's the, it's terrible. Um, so the Vikings and the Packers, in the first time in NFL history, had a tie of 29 to 29. It's the first time in NFL history, fun fact. Of of just that number? Of just that number. Oh. So interesting. Um so, <laughs> I uh, was hoping so hard that the Browns would tie two weeks in a row too. That they almost did. That if was they, close. If they had a field goal kicker worth a damn. Yeah. Um which they don't well they got rid of him. They cut yeah. him. He's gone. Uh they were talking about him, them signing uh Cundiff, but uh, not Cundiff. Billy Cundiff? Is that no. Who's the guy that the Minnesota just signed? Um Dallas Cowboys, uh, why can't I think of his name? He was my fantasy kicker for so many years. Blair Walsh? No. Um, this is ridiculous. You see, Billy Cundiff was a Dallas Cowboys kicker. Dan Bailey. Dan there we Bailey. go. Yep. They, they were saying that the Browns were going for Dan Bailey, but Dan Bailey said, I'm going to go to a team that has a chance. And then the Vikings called and were like, hey, so yep. we got this guy, and we need you. No, we... Cleveland signed a kicker that had about 60% of field goals made in college. 
to that... replace Zane Gonzalez. Can't get much worse. Um, did you hear Mark, Mike Zimmer's comments about the kicker like at the day they released him? I, I know that he pretty much just said he sucks. Well, so like opening conference, they're like, so um, so why did you make the decision to end up uh, releasing uh, Carlson? And he just straight up goes, "Did you watch the game?" Yeah. And then they're like, so was it an easy decision? And just goes, yeah, it was pretty easy. Yeah, that sounds about right. He didn't do his job. He had one job to do. Did not do it. Bye. Right. I'm. I'm sure he like came. He was like, hey Blair, come into the uh, come to my office. You you know my name's not not Blair, right? And he goes, no, it basically is. Yeah, doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. Uh, whatever your name is, you should put it on a resume because you're gonna need it. Uh, so moving on, you know how you were asking me last week if the Jets are real? Yeah. I don't think they are. I don't think so either. Although the Dolphins might be. The well, the yeah. Dolphins have played two bad teams to start the year. Right. Well, uh, they played in a weird game in the first game, and then they played a bad team for sure. Tampa Bay might be real. Tampa Bay might be real. Tampa Bay really might be real. Uh, Connor McGregor's older brother is definitely real. I know. I loved it so much. It's just so good. <laughs> so it, take a look at the... Uh, picture of Ryan Fitzpatrick at the uh, post-game uh, press conference. He is dressed as Conor McGregor, pretty much, and he just looks like Conor McGregor's drunk brother. It's beautiful. It's the best thing you, that you can watch. Um, and the Cardinals may very well be the worst team in football, for no. sure. Mm, mm. I, I'm still giving that to another team. Considering the Bills at halftime That's lost Vontae Davis because he retired. Yep. He said, nope, I'm done. It's like, I can't do this anymore. Bye. That's uh, insane. And they lost their starting running back to cracked ribs. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Bills are the worst team in the NFL right now. I mean, the Bills scored some points this week. Yeah, it's adorable. That's... Uh, the Cardinals didn't. The Cardinals did not. Sam, Sam Bradford. Bradford looks bad. Yeah, he does. Uh, they're they're hoping that Rosen heals up pretty quick here. Yeah, they're gonna want Rosen in ASAP. Um, Oakland also looks bad. I mean, they were looking okay against a bad Broncos team. Yeah, yeah. And the Broncos are somehow two and zero. Yeah, despite Case Keenum's best best efforts. Right, the Seahawks. I don't think they're that bad for being zero and two. I think they're a better team than their record says. Uh, I'm not saying they're. I'm not saying they're going to win the AFC West or NFC West, but I. I, think I don't think they hit the playoffs. I don't think so either. But I think that. Well, everyone keeps right. You know, kept writing them off, but I'm like, yeah, they're at least 500. I think the Bears are better than advertised. They're better than their one and one record. Their defense is good. Their defense is really good. And I like I mean, handles. super stoned Aaron Rodgers coming out and beating them week one could not have been predicted. But, you know, they held on against Seattle. Mm-hmm. And their defense stepped up when it needed to this time. But, uh, yeah. And then I've got a little chain. Oh, wait. No, let's go into this week's games then. Yeah. I was about to say I was going to talk about my MVP thing, but Thursday night football, we got the matchup of the century. Oh yeah, we got the Jets against the Browns, brother. First, so speaking of the Browns, I saw some tidbit saying, and I haven't fact checked this at all, 
but it was saying that the Browns are up to their best start since 2004. That sounds about right, because uh, 0-0-1 was their best start since 2004 as well. That's, oh my god, I love it. That means they haven't won a game in their first two games of the year they haven't won an since opening 04. They haven't won an opening day game since 04. Well, yeah, but then, you know, they might have not won a second week game, because if 0-1-1 is their best start, then they haven't won a second week game either then. Oh, man, that's, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> That's woof. Uh, some interesting matchups this week. Uh, off of their their win uh, against New England, I think Tennessee versus the Jaguars will be interesting. Yeah, I, Jackson's only one. Jacksonville's only one point favorite. Uh, they're uh, no Jacksonville six and a half points. Okay, I'm ESPN has it at one point. I'm like that doesn't seem right, mm. considering the website I looked at earlier didn't have it at that. So. Um, I think Chargers versus Rams is going to be a. I think that's going to be a very high scoring game. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the Rams played defense last week, but they didn't play defense the week before that. Uh, and I just think that the Chargers are better than their one and one record. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I would say that. Um, the Colts and Eagles is going to be interesting just because we get to see the return of uh, from whence he came. Yeah, uh, it should be. Uh... Now, I know that he's back and he's starting. Do you think that they pull him for, do they have him on a pitch count? Is Foles in there a little bit, especially if they go up or if he struggles some? Or is he in for the whole game? I think he's in for the whole game. Unless it's a blowout. Because... I wouldn't be surprised if there is a talk back, you know, behind the scenes, essentially saying, hey, you know what? We're going to have you play the first half. We're going to get Foles out there for the second half. We just want you to get back into game action, but we don't want to overwork this injury because you are just coming back. Yeah, because, I mean, he is, like, right on the edge of that, what is it, it's eight, nine months? Yeah, he, he's right He's right at the edge there, and you don't want to risk him getting hurt, especially since Foles, not looking fantastic, but he's winning games. Right. Uh, San Fran KC. That's only like that's interesting to me just because I want to see how many points KC can put up. KC's offense is as advertised. Yeah, it it is, and it's still shocking me. I don't know how much to believe in ten touchdowns in two games. That's oh, yeah, it, it's insane. It Mahomes is he's not throwing picks. He's not he's giving the ball over. I mean. He's doing the right thing. He is, dare I say, a gunslinger. Yeah. And boy, does he have a powerful gun. I think my most interesting line of the week is the fact that the 0-1-1 Pittsburgh Steelers at Tampa Bay are a one-point favorite. Yeah. I'll get into that with my picks later. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We'll discuss that one a little bit more. Because things aren't looking great in Pittsburgh right now. No, they are not. Oh, no. So, I guess the the last thing I want to talk about when it comes to the NFL. Oh, there was a trade. Uh, there was a trade. That would be a uh, Mr. Josh Gordon. Uh, blaze it. Flash. Uh, 420. Uh, he is moving to the Northeast to a uh, state where weed is legal. <laughs> and- oh, my God. Yeah. And playing for the New England Patriots. So we've got one of two outcomes here. 
Yeah. We've got either Randy Moss 2.0. Or he quits the team and opens up a weed dispensary. Both of which... I'd say both are possible. Yeah, they're, they're very probable. They're very, both are very uh, legitimate outcomes. So up until earlier today, Belichick would refuse to talk about this trade, which was funny. And the reason why is he kept saying it wasn't over yet. It turns out that the original trade was Gordon for a fifth rounder. Mm-hmm. And then depending on how many games Gordon started the, or played in this year, they would uh, the Patriots would re- get a seventh rounder back as well. Yeah, it was like he had to be active for like 10 games or something. Apparently, New England decided, eh, we don't really love that. We just want that seventh rounder. <laughs> so that's why... <laughs> That's why he wouldn't talk about it. I don't know if they got the seventh rounder or not, but apparently New England was kind of hedging their bets and saying, just give us that seventh. Yeah, that seems fair. And yeah. I think Cleveland was just like, eh, we just want to get rid of him. Yeah, pretty much. We want to get rid of him and get something back. I'm a little surprised that the fifth rounder was the best they can do. I thought I, when I heard that they were going to actually trade him and that there were a lot of teams I thought, talking, I thought a fourth rounder was going to pop up. Right. I thought fourth, maybe third, depending on how desperate the team was. Um, like, I could have seen the Cowboys oh, yeah. throw in something Jones at it. Oh, yeah. a third or something. Um, no, that, yeah. And we might get to see it. We might get to see him on, on the field on Sunday. That's true, because on well, Sunday night, we will be in Detroit, Michigan. Pontiac, Michigan, Silverdome. Pontiac Silverdome. Pontiac Silverdome. Uh, WrestleMania 2. Uh, welcome to the Superdome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> welcome to the Pontiac Superdome, brother. So we will be watching the New England Patriots at the Detroit Lions uh, in what will probably be an 0-3 start for the Lions, which is a little sad on on my heart. But yeah. but I also but get to watch the New England Patriots win, hopefully. Right. So that'll be happy on my heart. Yeah, former New England assistants don't really do well against Belichick. Not so much. They yeah. don't do well record-wise, but actually they're like 500 when it comes to like going against the spread. Oh, really? Fun fact. Hmm. Um, found that out yesterday. I was, I was like, oh. I think Patricia's just got to settle down. Uh, Stafford's starting to find his, his line later in the game last week because they almost came back to beat San Fran. And... Yeah, Patricia looks a little... Like he's first, a little rattled. He looks a little lost. Yep. Um, but you know, carry on, my wayward son. You'll there'll be peace when you are done. You'll find your you'll find your way. Hopefully, he gets a hundred yards. God, that's one day. Someday, they if will. we're at the game where they beat the one hundred yard curse, huh. it'd be interesting. Um. So I just got a little news story that popped up. Uh, yeah. Forty ers activate Ruben Foster. Oh really? Yeah. That's a thing that's just popped up, Tom. On my phone. Interesting. So that's uh, he's a good player. Uh, he's not a good person. It sounds like, but we'll see. Yeah, that's um, neat. Yeah, ne- ne- neat. Neat. All right. Um. So with it, were you wanting to? So you 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 talked about changing your Heisman Trophy candidate earlier. Are you also wanting to talk about? updating your MVP. Yeah, I'm going to update my MVP list here. So I had Jimmy Garoppolo winning at the beginning of the season. And he he's, hasn't looked bad. He's a long shot at this point. But there is somebody who I think has looked really good to start the year. And if he can take his team to the playoffs, I think he has a very, very high possibility to win MVP. And it's not a person that you think I'm going to say. It's Philip Rivers. Really? 
So Philip Rivers to start the year has a 119.6 quarterback rating through two games. Huh. He's thrown for 680 yards, six touchdowns, and one interception. Wow. I didn't know he was that efficient. Yeah. He is looking very good to start the year, and if he's able to keep this up and keep the San Diego Chargers winning, right? then, you know, they're they're one and one right now. They lost to KC in a barn burner shootout. Right. Uh he I I think that it's it gets to the point where if he's in the conversation at the end of the year, you kinda gotta go, All right, Marino, here here's your reward. I mean Rivers. Oops. Uh, oh, Guardian uh, slip, sorry. Yikes. Well, I mean, how old is Rivers at this point? Seventy five. Yeah, he's I'm a man. I'm 40. Oh, he's 40. Okay. Is he 40? No, I think he's like 38. I think he's 37. He, he's old, though. I mean, well, because he was in... He, he's in he's a Roethlisberger and Eli Manning class. Right. So, I mean... He's that's... looking the best of those three. Yeah? I mean... Right. Well, yeah, right now, yeah. Um, God, he's, he's looking... He might... I would argue and say that he is possibly the best out of the three... I would I would completely agree with that. I think but he's stat wise he is the best quarterback of the three, but he has had the worst teams built around him. Right. I mean San Diego has never had a defense. They've never had a defense and they have one now. As well at least they'll have one again in October when Joey Bosa comes back. Yeah. Which uh, there goes my defensive player of the year. I didn't realize how bad that was. I thought that right. he was I gonna was activate gonna like week a, one. Right. I thought it was gonna be like a couple week thing, like a yeah. well, couple months. Bye. But uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's our NFL talk. Uh, a little bit quicker of a show today. Yeah, we're kind of speeding through. We got some stuff that we have to accomplish before some travel we... plans. Yeah, we gotta finalize those. Since so we're tomorrow, let's jump into last week's uh, bets. Did, did you write down mine too? No. Oh, I didn't write down mine. Oh, okay. Um interesting well let me look back on the games and see if i can remember what the i said and while he does that uh i will let you know that my first bet was to take vandy plus 14 and a half at notre dame and notre dame won by seven yes they did so that is a solid win for me so that's three that's so with that, with the first week, I won both of my my picks, and my stay away was a pretty solid one. With the they tie, um, just another caveat on the stay aways. The big thing about the stay away games is it's games where we think that the the favored team still might win, but we don't think they're going to cover, and it's going to be a close game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's one of those ones where if you don't want to be sweating, you're gonna want you're gonna want to stay away. Uh, and then my other pick for last week was Arizona State at San Diego State favored by four and a half uh San Diego State won straight up by seven so yeah not exactly a great choice on my end here uh but you know it was a choice could have been worse it could have been worse that's true uh what was your stay away game again my stay away game was Oklahoma at Iowa State so Oklahoma was winning by 14 at the half uh, and I believe they scored uh, they were the first ones to score once the second half came up. Um, I think they hit a field goal to go up 17. Mm-hmm. And then Iowa State made a comeback and, okay, saved them off, but they only won by 10. 
I would say that that was a solid stay away. I would think that you'd be sweating. Oh yeah, um, like that's that's way more pressure than you wanted. Like, yep. So if you bet Iowa State, obviously that's a win for you. But it was one of those that you're like, oh, Oklahoma's probably still going to come back here. Right. So looking at the games from last week, the only one that I can really remember is a loss for me because I'm pretty sure I said take the Giants over the Cowboys. I also know one other one that you said. Which one? Uh, you said that the Rams with a 14 mm-hmm. points. Uh, oh, was, was that my stay away? No, that was your... I, I'm pretty sure you said uh, to, to, to take, take the, the Cardinals. Cardinals because 14 was a lot. I think you're right. I remember having a double-digit total. Wait, guys, hold on just one second. All right, just a couple technical difficulties here, but uh, I think we got your picks now. What, what, what was your last week picks? I feel like I went back in time for a hot second there. Um, so my first pick was the uh, 49ers over the Lions, which turned out correct. Yeah, it turned um, out pretty okay. The Lions lost, and the 49ers covered well more than covered the spread. Yeah, they, they did they did fine. Yep. Um, Wait. No. No. Nope, the Niners won by three. Oh no, they did lose. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a miss because it was three and a half, wasn't it? It was five and a half. It was five and a half. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was I was too agreeable there because I wasn't really listening. Yeah, you were you were you were all about it, and I was like, oh hey, nope, nope, psych. Uh, my second, man, it was a bad way for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I have no money. Um, my second bet was the New York Football Giants over the Dallas Cowboys because I thought the Cowboys were hot garbage. Um. Which they they are. They are. Um, so, fun fact about this one. If you take away that 65-yard pass to Tavon Austin, Dak Prescott only had, I think it's seven completions for 85 yards. He's not a good quarterback. He's really not. Everything, I had, I had such a rant after this game because everybody was talking about, oh, the Cowboys are finding their identity. Uh, no, they beat a bad team. Because the Giants are also a bad team, and they did it in a bad way. Yeah, it, it it's not a good situation in Dallas, and I don't understand why people, like, Jason Garrett is going to lose his job this year, right? 100%. 100%. There's no shot. No shot at him coming back next year as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, but if you listen to my stay away game, I told you to stay away from the Rams and the Cardinals. Yeah, he didn't tell you to bet it. I did not tell you to bet it. However, if you would have bet the Rams... So, in other words, that's kind of a miss. That's kind of a miss. If you would have bet the Rams, you still would have won. But I usually say stay away from higher spread games. Yeah, because with the higher spread games, that's just Vegas begging you to take the underdog. Right. Um, But if there's ever a thing as... If there's ever as good of a segue as that... Um, do you mind if I give you my first bet? Of yeah, day? let's go for it. So my first bet, I am taking the Minnesota Vikings over the Buffalo Bills at 16 and a half points. You are taking the, so you're, you're thinking that they're going to win by, by two touchdowns and a field goal. Yes. I, God, I hope. They're going to make some field goals? Bailey better. <laughs> He's the second highest, he has the second highest, um, field goal made percentage there's, I'm sure there's a better term for that. Field goal made percentage in the NFL. Like, he... It, it's got to be better, right? I I mean, I, I think that he'll be fine. I don't think that it, his field goals are going to matter much this game. 
I, I think they're going to blow the Bills out. I, I don't know if they're going to cover that 17 points, but I think they're going to blow the Bills out. So I, I hope. I hope there's at least two defensive touchdowns and three <laughs> offensive touchdowns. And I think it's possible you see Harrison Smith pick six. It's true. I think over 50% of his interceptions turn into pick sixes. I think that the Bills start three different men under center this game. <laughs> That's I three? Think. They have three different men under center. They have Allen, they have Peterman, and then McCoy does a couple of uh, Wildcats. Oh, I was I was like, you said McCoy, and I was like, wait, is Colt McCoy? Just Wildcat. Is it bad that I thought Colt McCoy, Colt McCoy. before LaShawn uh, McCoy? <laughs> I mean, Colt McCoy is the backup in Washington. Oh, yeah, that's right. There we go. Yep. Uh, so my first bet game this week is I'm going with TCU, three and a half point favorites at Texas. Texas beat up on USC. TCU was in a down-to-the-wire. They ended up losing by about 10, but a down-to-the-wire game against Ohio State. TCU lost to a much better team than, than Texas beat. I think TCU is coming back with a vengeance, and they're going to they're gonna light up Texas here. I think that they win by 14. Yeah, TCU's got a very solid team, and Texas has, has played very good against teams that "Quote unquote should be good, yeah. Um, but we'll see if we'll see how that goes. Um, my second game this week is the Seattle Seahawks are one and a half point favorites over the Dallas Cowboys. I really don't like Dallas. One and a half points. That's it. That's. But it's at Seattle, so they've got the twelfth man there. It's like Seattle's never an easy place to play. Wait, it's at Seattle, and they're only giving them a, a point and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I would take Seattle in a heartbeat. Right. They win this by a touchdown. Easily. At least a field goal. Yeah. I mean, they've got Seabass kicking it. That's true. Which he kicked like a 54-yarder the other night and just nailed it right down the middle. I'm pretty sure he put out a Paul Mall right before going on, onto the field. Did you watch the end of that game the other night when they were doing the, the fourth quarter onside kick and they, they bring in the punter to do a drop kick oh, onside kick? drop kick. Yeah. And Seabass is on the sideline. They call timeout, and Seabass is on the sideline. You just look so sad, like walking up to the huddle, trying to trying to poke his head in there. And they're just like, "No, just get out of here. You can't. You're you have too much leg to do an onside kick, Seabass. Go away." He's like, "I'm like 43. Like, I don't have that much leg." And they're like, "No, you do, though." <laughs> he has never uh, had a recovered onside kick in the fourth quarter really? in his career. Really? That was one of the stats. Yep. So my second game is something that I think Carl's going to be happy about. I say bet Iowa plus three against Wisconsin. Ooh, really? <laughs> I think I think Iowa straight up beats Wisconsin this week. I hope you're right. I think that <laughs> I think that uh, Wisconsin is a little beat up right now. I think that their quarterback is Hornibrook is super streaky, and if they're on a if they're on a solid Solid streak. He's going to play well, but against Iowa's defense, I think he throws two picks and and they they lose by a field goal. Like I said, I hope you're right. Yeah, me too. Uh, I like I like my stats to be up. That yeah, that's a good call. Um, so my stay away game is going to be Pittsburgh against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is favored by one, or no, Pittsburgh is favored by one against that's Tampa Bay. Insane to me. It's at Tampa Bay. 
Pittsburgh has a lot of off-the-field issues going on and a lot of off-the-field distractions. Le'Veon Bell is putting out rap records in, like, Long Beach, California right now. Yeah. And none of his offensive linemen are happy about it. Antonio Brown saying, trade me on Twitter and not showing up to practice. To be fair, the trade me thing was him responding to something to a former Steelers, like, front office guy. Yeah. Saying that you wouldn't be half the receiver you were if it wasn't for Ben Roethlisberger, and he says trade me and find out. Yeah, that one I didn't take much much uh, investment into it. Him not showing up to the the meeting was I, a little bit bigger for me. That takes a lot. Yeah, that I put a lot of investment in that. Um, there's a lot of issues going on in Pittsburgh. People are you know a lot of reports saying Mike Tomlin's lost the locker room, which is very weird for a team like Pittsburgh because they're usually every year they you know. But this it, is something that they've they've been saying about Tomlin for years is that he's not someone that controls his players very well. Yeah, that's true. That that he doesn't have uh, as much of a of a grasp on his team uh, and his personalities on his team that he just kind of lets them do them, which is you know why Martavius Bryant had so many issues and right. really wasn't internally uh, a good fit. A good fit, but he they didn't do anything internally about his issues. They had to wait until the NFL did something before. You know, Martavis Bryant was dealt with. Yeah. Uh, and he showed up this week, by the way. He played for the Raiders this week and made some catches. Oh, good for him. Uh, but right before, I'm sure his next suspension is going to start. Right. That's got to be soon. So my stay away game is a game that I'm going to be very close to. Oh, no. Uh, and that is Nebraska at Michigan. Uh, so Michigan's favored by 19 in this game. Ah, uh, really? Yeah. By 19 in a game that Nebraska's going to feel like they've got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder after losing their, their first two games. They're most likely going to have their, their scholarship quarterback back. They had a walk-on quarterback playing last week because they only have one scholarship quarterback on the roster after one transferred before the season started. Right. So they've got a better quarterback in this week. They're, I mean, yes, it's hostile territory. I do see Michigan winning, but I see them winning by about 14. So if you're betting this game, I think it's going to be a lot closer and you're going to be sweating. So, Yeah, 19 is a big number for an in-conference game. Yeah. Well, I, I say that, but Alabama wrecked Ole Miss. But that's, I mean, no. I think it's a different situation a, here. Yeah. If, if this was, if Michigan was favored by 19 against Indiana or Illinois or someone like that, mm. I would I would not have this as my stay away game. But since it's Nebraska... And the pedigree that Nebraska has, and Scott Frost is a good coach in my in my eye. You know, I don't think he's going to come in and win this game. I think Nebraska starts zero and three, but I think that it's it's closer than nineteen. It's closer than three touchdowns, yeah, you know, or you know, a, two touchdowns and two field goals or whatnot. But I think it's a, I think it's a two touchdown game at the end. I believe that, and it, it might be a two touchdown game because uh, Michigan scores one in garbage time and goes up fourteen uh, before the end of the game. That's true. I I don't know. That'll be that'll be a fun game to watch. Uh so you know what we forgot to do this week when we headed to our our money talk? Oh, yeah. So let's let's play ourselves out of the money talk. All right. Here comes the money. There it goes. Money talk. Money talk. Here comes the money. Money 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 went. We did it. Well, especially, we it. especially for me, money did go missing too. Uh, so, so so far, just to just to let you guys know how we how we've been doing on this uh, with our 
stra- our, our year long picks. Um, I have missed one of my four straight up picks, and I've hit on both my stay aways. I'm pretty sure I've missed on three officially. You've missed you've missed three of your picks, and I'm fifty fifty on my stay. Yeah, you're 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 five hundred on the stay aways. So yeah. So uh, all right, Carl, give us some uh, some beer recommendations for the for the upcoming week. Uh, beer recommendations. We're getting into that into pumpkin season, but I don't know. Like I don't. Know. I got a guy in the I other one. I bought some white, white walls. walls. I'll call you back. God, I love that movie. It's so good. Um. Well, okay, so well. The, we're gonna be so we're gonna be driving through Chicago. Yes. And one of my favorite IPAs comes out of Chicago. Uh, it's a beer called Ninja versus Unicorn. Ah, I've had this. This is a very good beer from Pipeworks Brewing, and it is so good. It's it's a very hefty. Du- it's a double IPA, so it'll it'll get you where you need to go. But it, oh man, it is so 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 tasty. Um, it's very juicy, very well done. Pipeworks Brewing out of Chicago does a lot of really good stuff. They've got a, like a blood orange IPA called Blood of the Unicorn. They've got they're really into unicorns. They, re- they are really into unicorns and ninjas. I met, yeah. Um, fun fact, but yeah, that's probably my. Uh, that's probably where I would go if I was. Hey, when we go through Chicago, we should think about stopping at Pipeworks. That might not be a bad idea. Or Republic or um, Goose Island's there. Lagunitas is there. We'll take a look. We'll take a look. We'll, We've we'll got some at. time on the on the way to towards there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my recommendation, uh, because we're in Michigan, I'm going to recommend the Bell's beer. Oh, I like it. Uh, and are we driving through Kalamazoo? We are not driving through Kalamazoo. Sorry. It's okay. Um, so, uh, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go with the easy one. The easy, the, the two hearted ale. Two hearted. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's a good, it's a good beer. It's, it's, it's a fine, nice, uh, it's a drink of beer. It's, it's a very good beer. It's one of the, I would say it's one of the United States best, just straight up IPAs. Um, I mean, it's very well balanced. It does. It's, it's, I mean, there's a reason you see it on tap at a lot of bars. It's because yes. people recognize the name. Bell's doesn't do bad beers, and it's it it's good. It's a great representation yeah. of the IPA um, style. I completely agree. Uh, I was looking through Michigan breweries, and there's not a lot to really write home about in Michigan. And so Bell's is really the the big one. Yeah, you've got Bell's, you've got Uper, or. Uh, it's not Uper. Um, there's one in the UP. They've got a U- Uper Pale Ale is what it's called. Mm. It's from one of the original brewers at Bell's. But like, if you get into like the Grand Rapids area, you've got Founders, which is really good. Founders was the other other brewery that I was looking at. Um, for... Detroit has one called Atwater Brewing. Oh, I've had it some and Atwater. They have a really good dark chocolate stout <laughs> called Decadent Dark. And if you have it on Nitro, it's... If you like dark chocolate, it's it gets. Oh yeah. Well, I can tell you what I'm probably gonna drink when I go to Michigan. I'm gonna get some Yingling. Oh, oh yeah, we're going across the river. We can do that. Get some Yingling. Probably bring some back. Probably bring some back. Get some Yingling. Get some. No, probably just a lot of lot of Yingling. Get some Yingling. Get some Ling Ying. Get get some Bling Bling. Get some Ching Ching. Uh, Bala, are we doing a rap song now? No. no <laughs> All right. Let's, let's not. But... <laughs> 
I'm playing this out. All right, sounds good. Uh, so yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for listening, guys. Hopefully, you are going to win some, a lot of money this week. Hopefully, and uh, if we don't see you, we'll hopefully have you listening next week. And good to thanks for stopping in. Thanks for enjoying our beers with us. And don't worry, we know your name. We know your name. Thanks, guys.